Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. You have a gas stove. Do you like your new washing machine? And what about that dishwasher? You know, there are a lot of products on the market right now which are very different from what we're used to. Are they good for us? What are they doing to the consumer market? And what is the Biden administration planning for us down the road? Well, we're going to talk about a lot of things, whether or not gas stoves are going to be eliminated and so on. My guest today is Ben Lieberman. He's the senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Ben, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Well, thank you for having me back. I'll tell you, uh, it's very interesting because... I know that when toilets were, the efficiency standards for toilets were really raised, what we found and what we got was a lot of toilets that had to be flushed twice. So uh, let's talk about what is going on right now, which has been in the headlines, is about the gas stoves. And I know that New York State, I believe, has passed a regulation saying that there are going to be no new gas stoves in new buildings. Is that correct? Yeah, that that is correct. New York is going to outlaw natural gas in new construction. And uh, separately, things are going on at the federal level against specific uh, appliances, some of which can use natural gas. So, uh, okay, so New York is going to make that change. That means that there's going to be a lot of homes built where the cost of heating, cooling, or cooking, or whatever is going to be increased because uh, electricity is what about two times as three times as expensive as natural gas. That's correct. The Department of Energy, which ironically is pushing some of these regulations that uh, that favor electric appliances over natural gas, but that same Department of Energy has admitted that natural gas is more than three times cheaper than electricity on a per unit energy basis. So there's a lot of reasons why consumers would want to use natural gas for things like heating and water heating and cooking. And then separately, there's the uh, qualitative differences uh, with uh, cooking with natural gas over an electric stove. Oh, yeah. My, my friends who are real chefs, and some of them are, have catering businesses and whatnot, um, changing to electricity would make a significant difference in what they do. And I think it would end up costing them um, a good deal simply because gas, I don't use gas for cooking, but gas is a much more efficient and better way for people to cook because you can control the heat easier. Um, but at any rate, that's that's going to be an issue. And what we're sitting here, is con- we're talking about this because we're looking at this from the consumer viewpoint. To so that means to me that it hits the pocketbook. It hits efficiency. It hits our ability to live our lives to the to the utmost in many ways. Um, so starting with natural gas, do you think that the move is going to be to eventually cause all of us to have get natural gas taken out of our houses? What do you foresee this? That seems to be the agenda, and it's sort of death by a thousand cuts. The Department of Energy is going after gas stoves. It's not a ban, but if that Department of Energy uh, rule is finalized, it'll mean that natural gas stoves will have to cut corners in order to comply. 
Separately, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is also investigating gas stoves. Other things are going on as well. And altogether, it, it, it could mean not a, an outright ban on natural gas stoves, but something pretty close to it once stoves or other appliances get strangled in too much red tape. Well, um, you know, they're pushing electric cars. And, you know, electric car batteries, I could have an electric car sitting in my garage and it catch fire. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not sure that gas stoves produce a hazard, except in the minds of people who want to eliminate fossil fuels. I mean, I don't read about, I don't hear about gas stoves creating problems or fires. I mean, I'm sure rarely they do, but why, why, what is the, where they say that it's not safe? I don't understand that, Ben. Can you explain it to me? Well, there's always some safety concerns. They've been greatly minimized with natural gas, but there are occasionally explosions, even even fatalities, but those are very, very rare. But that's been true for, for decades, and if anything, natural gas is getting safer. What is happening is that this has got, gotten caught up in the climate agenda. Natural yes. gas is a fossil fuel, so environmentalists want us to stop using it in favor of uh, electricity. Now, I realize this is an uh, a consumer show, not an environmental show, but that's the that's I think the the the, right. the fundamental reason why uh, the uh, the uh, New York State and the federal government is headed in that direction. Well, at another time, it would be interesting to talk about the cost it's going to make to our environment when we move to all electric because of the the batteries that have to be uh, that are used in electric cars, for example. How do you dispose of them? How do you dispose of solar panels, et cetera? There's a lot of questions there. And so we'll save that for another time, but you make an interesting point. But we are looking at it from the pocketbook issue today. We'll investigate the environmental side of it later. But uh, as far as moving to get rid of the stoves and stuff, I'm a little bit surprised. Where's Congress in all of this? I mean, surely consumers have been complaining about it. Are they uh, in a position where some of these agencies, it seems to me like they are really going out on a limb and overstepping their charters? Well, at least the House of Representatives is looking into the matter. Just yesterday, a uh, House Energy and Commerce subcommittee uh, voted uh, in favor of a bill that would repeal the Department of Energy rule that would target uh, stoves and particularly target gas stoves. So at least the House of Representatives is looking into it. The problem, of course, with uh, Congress looking into it is that any bill repealing any regulations has to be signed into law by the president. And this is the same president whose agencies are coming up with these rules. So it doesn't seem likely that uh, that that the bill would be signed into law. Nonetheless, it's worth it very much so for Congress to look at these matters and explore them and make them better known to the public. I think the public knows very well about the, the, the natural gas stove issue. What they don't know is that so many other appliances around the home are also being subject to uh, similar proposed regulations. Yeah, and we're about to talk about that after we come back from the break. Uh, we're going to just let her take a pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned to Of Consuming Interest right here on the Federal News Network. 
My guest today is Ben Lieberman, who is a senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. And we're talking about how the government is coming after washing machines, gas stoves, lighting, dishwashers, and what impact all of these are having on us. Air conditioners, that's another one. And air conditioners, we know, are lifesavers. So let's go. First, let's talk a bit about some of the other things that are being impacted by regulation. You know, um, not too long ago, there was some rules passed that made repairing your air conditioners more expensive. Um, and I think that the coolants are, 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 uh, have gotten extremely expensive. Tell me what's been going on in the air conditioning world air conditioning world, because we know that particularly seniors really suffer if they can't have affordable air conditioning in their home in the summertime. I've seen one study that estimates that air conditioning saves 18,000 lives per year in the United States. So it's wow. particularly distressing when we see very expensive regulations being imposed. One wonders what impact that will have on air conditioner affordability. And these are regulations that affect, as you mentioned, the refrigerants, which are being uh, uh, branded as, as, as contributors to, to climate change. So newer, more expensive refrigerants have to be used to, to replace them. Uh, there's also regulations going after uh, new equipment. New air conditioners uh, starting this year have uh, seen a jump in price due to a new Department of Energy Efficiency standard that took effect on January 1st. So there's a number of uh, regulations. It gets complicated because we're not talking about one regulation. We're talking about several regulations. But the bottom line is that either fixing an existing system or buying a new system is going to be more expensive than it has been in the past because of these uh, because of these regulatory impacts. Well, um, yeah, air conditioning is something that I can't imagine a Washington summer without. But um, I guess maybe I'm just spoiled. But you know, there, in spite of all of this, we do seem to be innovative. And, you know, I'd like to make it clear to our listeners that none of us want to pollute our environment. But I always, just to digress for a moment, one of the things that always concerns me is that we here in the United States seem to be taking so many steps that are reducing our standards of living. And yet there are countries in the world who are polluting the airs hundred times more than we are. Well, that's probably not quite fair, but, um, and where is the conversation going with them, Ben? I'm, and this, as I said, this is a digression a little bit, but why, why do we not have more discussion about the fact that, that these other countries and what are we doing to encourage them and to punish them if they don't do it? Cause we're being punished. Oh, absolutely. Uh, going back to climate change, once upon a time, the United States was the biggest emitter of these greenhouse gases, especially carbon dioxide. But then China has surpassed us, and now they're more than twice uh, uh, what, what we are. So any, any rational discussion of environmental issues should focus on China first and costly restrictions on, on, on the U.S. and its citizens second. But it's always these costly res restrictions here in the U.S. first and uh, and foremost and let me say i don't begrudge any consumer who considers himself or herself an environmentalist if they want to pick an electric vehicle 
or uh, an electric stove or whatever the uh, environmentally favored uh, version is, that's their, that's their decision. I just don't want federal regulators to step in and essentially force that choice on everyone when it yeah. doesn't make economic sense. And quite frankly, it may not even make environmental sense. As right. Well. And speaking of economic sense, one of the things that I think that is that um, households really despise are new washing machines because the newer washing machines don't work. They collect mold and mildew. They don't get your clothes clean. And I understand there are moves now to make them even more, quote, energy efficient. What's going on there? Yeah, well, this, that's a that's a regulation where the existing water and energy efficiency standards are so strict that they've caused problems. Clothes don't get clean. Mold accumulates in these uh, washers, especially these new front loading washers, which uh, ha have entered the market in part because of these the, the, these regulations. And these are problems that didn't exist before these uh, standards. Also, I've heard from repairmen that clothes washers, they don't last as long. They need more repairs. It's all around a step backwards from the clothes washers that were available 20 years ago, say. And, uh, and unfortunately, the Department of Energy today uh, uh, just closed the comment period on a proposed new round of even more stringent energy and water efficiency standards. I've heard from this repairman that, I, that I've been in touch with that a lot of people now dump a bucket of water or use a garden hose just to add water to their clothes washers to get them to uh, work better, which apparently helps, but it's crazy that we've gotten to that point, but that's where we are and a new regulation may make things even worse. Well, that's, that is crazy. I mean, that is totally crazy. Yeah, I've heard the complaints about the machines and, you know, you just keep praying that your old machine keeps lasting and have it repaired if you possibly can. That may be one answer, but but it's not only the, it's the cost and the the fact that we're suffering from it. Our clothes suffer from it. And you know what? People are having to wash clothes more than once. So where does the energy efficiency come in there? If you have to run your clothes through two cycles of washing machines rather than the one that you used to do. Um, it, it's, it is a little, a little bit crazy to me, but um, what do I know? I'm not a scientist. I'm just a consumer sitting out here getting aggravated <laughs> at some of the crazy things that are going on. Um, and that's probably not allowable to say that, but you know what I just did. So anyway, um, Ben, so these regulations, consumers, where do they complain? If you want to complain about it, where do you complain? Well, it's always tough to get uh, uh, regulatory agencies here in Washington, D.C. to change their minds. But uh, there are uh, upcoming regulations. The next one is going to be dishwashers. That'll, that'll, be, uh, that'll be coming oh. up. And any, anyone who wants to take the time and effort can write a letter to the Department of Energy on the, the, the dishwashers. It's kind of hard to navigate the Department of Energy's website, but if you want to try, you can, uh, you, you can try. And in fact, I am seeing with some of these, uh, it's called the docket. Everybody can submit their comments on a proposed regulation and it's put into the docket. I've seen a lot of, uh, of letters from consumers, don't do this. I'm already having problems with my existing appliances. More regulations will only make it worse. So it is possible to, uh, to, uh, to, to gripe, 
but the main thing to do is to become an informed consumer. And uh, you know, there, there's some models that will handle these, the, these regulations better than others. There's also advice, as you mentioned, you may want to consider repairing your existing uh, appliance rather than buying a new one and taking a chance that new regulations will cause big problems. Usually people don't want to spend a lot of money repairing an old appliance they they figure you know you know why, why why spend that much on something that that's that old why not buy new but maybe that uh, that 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 dynamic has changed and maybe it's it's time to think more and more about keeping those older appliances in use when so many regulations are causing problems for the newer appliances we used to think that newer was better ah I think we're going to change our thinking on some of these appliances. Uh, let's take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to Of Consuming Interest right here on the Federal News Network. My guest is Ben Lieberman. He's a senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. And we're talking about how the new regulations and energy efficiencies that are being enacted today are impacting you in terms of the products that you use in your home. And uh, we just were talking about washing machines. Have it repaired. The newer ones are going to be probably even worse performance than what the, the ones that you might have right now. So anyway, let's move on to dishwashers. One of our subjects here, because I always thought that dishwashers were the greatest invention in the world. I didn't have to wash dishes, Ben. My, now, although I have to admit my husband, husband did a lot of that or does a lot of that. But let's talk about dishwashers. What's going on there? Well, the problem with dishwashers is that past standards had the effect of raising how long it takes to finish a load of dishes. Once upon a time, just about everyone on the market, every dishwasher on the market could do the job in about an hour. Now it's more than two hours. That's the, 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 the industry average. And from what I've heard from, from people who know how these things work is because they have to be so water stingy that you need to slosh around that smaller amount of water a longer time to get the same level of, uh, of, of clean. So it's a particular annoyance uh, for, for people. And unfortunately, the, uh, the, the, the folks who are looking at energy efficiency, they never really think in terms of efficiency with regard to consumers' time because uh, dishwashers that take two hours or more are certainly uh, uh, inefficient in that regard. But now we have a proposed new rule uh, just out. And so there's, there's a chance for the public to comment on it at the Department of Energy, a new rule just out that could make things even worse. And I would argue that the Department of Energy should be looking at the existing regulations to see how to fix them rather than piling on another round of dishwasher regulations. Uh, yeah, because if your dishes aren't clean, how are you going to use them? I mean, you just run it through again, and where goes your there goes your efficiency if you have to run it through two wash cycles rather than one to get it to work. Um, there does seem to be a point of no return here, and I think maybe we've exceeded that. Perhaps we need, as you say, take back, step back take a hard look at what we're doing to these products and see how we can improve on what we've got rather than making it so hard for developers. Now, and of course, the cost of all of these products and the cost to manufacture them is increasing. And we're seeing an increase in all of our consumer prices. Is And this is going to be a real burden, particularly on 
um, the senior community who retire who are uh, and oftentimes not working. They're retired on a retirement fixed income, and then of course the average household, which is suffering now due to inflation. So I don't know. I wish I saw a better picture for it. But um, what do you what do you think we all right? So as consumers. It would behoove us to complain to the departments that are doing these regulations. And so the best way to do that then is to go to their websites? Yeah, doe.gov. It's not an easy process, but uh, it's something that, uh, that people, people uh, can do. It's, it's, it's an open process. Now, the reality is, does the department change its mind based on critical comments? That's rare, but uh, the, the, the best you can do is try. Well, at least we go on record. But now what about us going to our senators and our congressmen and women? Um, Seems to me like since they do have the ability to have some oversight here or do some some things to perhaps uh, minimize some of the damages going to be caused by these some of these regulations. Is that a viable option? Shouldn't we go to our representatives in Congress? Well, I, I try to steer clear of uh, lobbying and telling people to write their congressman is, is it counts as, yeah. as lobbying, okay. but uh, you're absolutely right. Congress is looking at, uh, at some of these, uh, the, these regulations. As I mentioned, there was a, a vote in a subcommittee in the House of Representatives on a, a, a bill to repeal the proposed dishwasher regulations. So this is going on. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what comes of that, but, uh, but, but this is something, and especially the gas stoves issue, more so than some of the other appliances, that's really caught the attention of, uh, of, of some in Congress, and especially on the House of Representatives. Well, it's, it really is going to impact a lot of consumers. And um, so it's, it's, very, it's, a pro, it's a subject that we all need to be informed on. And I think what you said about making yourself an informed consumer, looking at repair options for the products that you currently have um, and seeing if you can keep an old product that, that can be saved rather than going out there and getting something new. And that means that we have to understand what the new uh, products offer and what their limitations are. So hopefully we will be able to discern that as these products roll out into the market. Uh, we have about another minute here. What would be your last minute thoughts on, on this whole subject? Well, being a consumer is getting more and more complicated, and these regulations are almost always bad news. They're supposed to save consumers money on energy and water, but uh, sometimes they raise the upfront cost at least as much as you're likely to save. And even more common, they adversely impact product performance. And what's the point of having a more efficient appliance if it doesn't do the job? And so I think we need to take a close look at these regulations and scrutinize them very, very carefully. Well, I know that there's something called the Energy Policy and Conservation Act of 1975, which is supposed to forbid the agencies from pursuing efficiency at the expense of appliance performance. Where did that go? Well, unfortunately, uh, the record in the courts for appliance efficiency standards that are challenged is a mixed one. Sometimes even problematic ones survive the legal challenges. And that's the next step for uh, the, the, these appliances. They'll be challenged in court. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think that the uh, consumer protections built into the law are being violated. 
but uh, that's for uh, that's for a court to decide. For another time. All right, Ben, it's been great having you. Thank you for bringing all the things to light that are going on that are affecting us as consumers. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest. My guest has been Ben Lieberman, from a senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. So before you buy a new appliance, go out and do your research, and maybe maybe you want to have that old one repaired if it's possible because you may end up saving money and a lot of frustration. I'm Shirley Rooker. Thank you for joining us here today on Off Consuming Interest on the Federal News Network. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.